Welcome to episode seven of Escape the Strong Woman Trap. I'm your host, Sasha Mobley, coach and author. I want to share something with you all this week. And before I do, I want to preface it by saying that when I start telling my story, it isn't about what you might think it's about. It's been over a month since I've had any alcohol or coffee. Now, when Carrie and I were flying back from Paris, I got phenomenally sick on the plane. It's bad enough to be sick on the ground, but in an airplane, tiny, tiny bathroom, and really no wiggle room, you just don't have anywhere to go. So when I got home, I was exhausted. I slept for a full 20 hours, and I had no appetite for days. And the result of being sick like that for me was that now coffee and alcohol taste unbearably bad. Just a really harsh, metallic, bitter, um, no good. So for a little over a month, I haven't partaken at all of those two habits that for my almost my entire adult life, I've associated with enjoyment. Um, before this last month, I literally could not conceive of starting my day without a cup of coffee and reading the news. Um, and also, you know, enjoying drinks with my friends or splitting a bottle of wine with my mom on Sunday. These were both pleasures that I swore I'd never give up. Um, pry my coffee cup for my cold, dead fingers if you can. Here's the funny thing. For the last few years, I've been in the throes of menopause. And I've had to take heroic measures to manage my hot flashes, insomnia, and not insignificant moodiness. And I tried everything, and nothing really helped to mitigate all these symptoms I was having. So I figured I'd just have to ride it out. Um, Ride that crazy train until my body stopped fluctuating on and off. And since I've been off coffee and alcohol, those symptoms are pretty much gone. So this isn't a come-to-Jesus story about old demon rum, but what I find interesting is that I was so attached to these habits that I would have never entertained the idea that these things that I always associated with enjoying myself might be making things harder on me. Now that's my story. I had no plans to give up either of those things. It was completely a twist of fate and not an act of will. And what else is interesting is the lengths that we all will go to to preserve a habit that we find part of our persona. Who would we be without our habits? How do people see us? How do we see ourselves? When do we dare to change? I want to talk a little more this week about a topic I brought up in episode five. And in that spirit, I'll repeat this quote by Audre Lorde. Caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare. I've been running into person after person who keep coming to work sick or injured. I won't share specific details, but when you say hello to a coworker, and they're partially slumped over their keyboards, leaning on the Mucinex pretty hard, insisting they can't stay home because there is too much to do. Well, who's that for? If you're putting your health on the line, who is benefiting from that? 
But honestly, when people tell me they can't stay home, I believe them. Because for their own reasons, they believe they need to be there. There absolutely are things that have to be done. Meetings are happening. Decisions are being made. And if you're sick, you don't get to play. What's fascinating is that companies that claim to promote work-life balance have some of the worst track records for employee burnout through overworking. The policies are there, but for some reason, the behaviors don't change. It seems to be part of a weird cultural baseline, you know, pretending you aren't sick or injured just so you could be at work. Um, I don't know, but do you know anyone who pays a self-care tax? And what I mean by that, it's a burden that people place on themselves for taking time for normal things, such as spending time with your family or just properly resting. And you pay that tax by putting in extra effort or longer hours to bring yourself back up to where you were so that you're on all the time. Um, And the truth of the matter is, no one is going to praise you for taking care of yourself. You will not get commendations or bonuses based on your ability to pull away from work. But what's really funny is that when people talk about other people's dedication, they usually don't talk about how wonderful it is that they come to work while they're sick. You know, you just can't win this one. Life is going to slap you in the head until you acknowledge that something has to give. At the end of the day, you have to decide which discomfort you're willing to live with. The discomfort of grinding yourself into the ground just to stay at this baseline, or the discomfort of not pleasing people in order to take care of yourself. Here is something to try. The next time you feel unwell, exhausted, sick, desperately in need of downtime, and you feel you have to work through that, I want you to pretend the person who needs the rest is the person you love the most in life. Maybe it's your kid or your best friend or your partner. What would you wish for them in this circumstance? Whatever it is you wish for that most loved person, dare to give it to yourself. Don't wait for somebody to say it's okay. But if you need to hear it from someone else, okay, I'll say it. It's okay. Be the self-care role model you need right now. I have room for one new client in May. If you are struggling with carving out time for yourself and need to stage your own righteous revolution, working with me might be exactly what you need. Go to my website, sashamobley.com. That is S-A-S-H-A. M-O-B-L-E-Y dot com to sign up for a life-changing coaching session. Even in these initial sessions, my clients come away with the clarity and insight they need to make massive changes happen. Go get yours. If you're interested in a signed copy of my book, The Strong Woman Trap, before it hits the bookstores in September, you can order one at strongwomantrap.com. I will be back on with a new episode on May 17th. Thanks for listening. To learn more about me or get information on my book, The Strong Woman Trap, go to sashamobley.com. That is S-A-S-H-A-M-O-B-L-E-Y 
strongwomantrap.com or strongwomantrap.com. Technical direction was provided by Amazing Andrea. Amazing Andrea nurtures exceptional entrepreneurs by using technology to work smarter. Connect with her at amazingandrea.com. Music for Escape the Strong Woman Trap is provided by Zoe Leela through a Creative Commons license. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. Save, save, save me.